This is a Quiz Bowl cast, episode 30E, ACF Nationals 2008, round six between Maryland B and Vanderbilt. Everyone ready? Sure. Sure. Uh, toss up one. Her mother was described as pretty like pretty self, and she described herself as having streaming hair when she sees herself in the mirror. She denies that she lives in England and demands to be taken to the real England, a park where she purchases a knife that she uses to stab her stepbrother, Richard. With the help of her Martinique-born servant, Christophine, this title character of a collection of criticism by Gilbert and Gubar creates a voodoo concoction to try to make her husband love her, but it backfires, leading her to forced incarceration. Her guardian, Grace Poole, however, likes whiskey, so this woman can sometimes escape, as she does when she destroys a bridal veil belonging to the governess at Thornfield. Hall. Eventually, jumping off a burning roof, this is for 10, will protagonist of Wide Sargasso Sea and the wife of Edward Rochester in Jane Eyre. Crazy old lady in the attic. <laughs> Prompt. Prompt. Actually, well, I don't know, because... Oh, I we have no prompt. guesses, no. so... I'm like... going prompt, but that's close, very close to an actual acceptable answer. Really? Yeah. What? What is the answer? I don't know her name. The answer is Mad Woman in the Attic. Seriously? Uh, well, there are actual names, but this oh. is an acceptable answer, which is peculiar. Oh. I'm inclined to take it, I guess, if you guys... I would be inclined not to. I mean... Well, yeah, I mean, well personally, I would not be inclined to accept Mad Woman in the Attic to begin with. But given that this is a listed answer... It doesn't even say prompt. I prompt in other answers. Well, then... What's her name, incidentally? I mean, like... Well, I mean, her name isn't really... It's completely irrelevant. The no, I'm just curious. Oh, it's Bertha Mason. Oh, Or Antoinette Cosway. Okay. Mr. I mean, is mad the specific word? No, like, I, don't I mean, think so. I mean, like, is it, is it all underlined, though? I mean... <laughs> okay, I mean, I want to take it for now if there's a problem an issue. If you issue after we can put it. Okay. Whatever. I'm just waiting for this tournament to go, to go farther and farther into the absurd. Okay. After being forced to marry Frank Hasted, she goes nuts and dies. Her tenacious name is the title character of The Bride of Lemmermore and the opera by Donizetti based there. Um, Lucia? Yep. Uh, the Bride of Lemmermore is a novel by this author of Waverly and Walter Scott. Uh, Lucy actually loves this rightful master of Ravenswood, which has passed into the hands of Lucy's father, Sir William. Uh, James. It's Edgar. You get mm-hmm. Discussing their guns, one speaker in this work claims to own a sniper with a hell of a scope, while another notes that the sound he makes all depends on the size of the gap. Another speaker states that he just laughs to give a hint not to step in his path. Another speaker begins his remarks with, I'm tired of the motherfucking jacking, and goes on to note that I kick so much, but I kick ass. Another speaker claims that he speaks with authority because a certain ethnic group on the street is a majority, and another implies that the titular group may be homosexuals because they grab his balls. I want justice can be heard yelled at the end of this song when the when a conviction for a, being a. How about like fuck the police? That's right. Nice. Answer the following about a, a nosy postal inspector for Tanish, this founder of the Society for the Suppression of Vice, is best known for supporting a namesake 1873 law banning the sending of obscene materials through the U.S. mail system. Oh fuck! Who is this guy? Um, this is really famous. Like it's not Hatch. Sure. Hatch. That's Comstock. Comstock explained the need for, the, for his law in this 1880 tract where he described the various obscenities he had seen while on his job as postal inspector. Good God. My life is a perm. Oh. Um, obscenity in America. <clears throat> it's frauds exposed. No gods and no masters was the delightful motto of this founder of the American Birth Control League who flagrantly violated the Comstock law on many occasions. So who created that? Sanger? Sanger. I don't know. Yeah. Could that be Sanger? Yep. Hooray. Right. Plus three. 
Uh, along with French chemist Joseph Lebel, this scientist gives his name to an asymmetric carbon model which allows for prediction of optical activity. He thus proposed that carbon had a tetrahedral structure. His name's equation relates to change in the equilibrium con- Yep. Vantoff. Oh, yeah. <coughs> uh, name these breakaways Christian leaders for 10 each. The 7th century Assyrian theologist, the leader of the monastery of Abraham of Kashkar, refined Nestorianism into the current Assyrian creed by stating that Christ has two gnomes but one parsopa. Man, this is a Paul question. Please. I have no idea. This author of Thalia or Banquet lent his name to a widespread Christian movement which said that Jesus was a being created by God and was condemned at the Council of Nicaea. Um, so it's the Arian thing, so like Arius? Yep. This confederate of the lawyer Celestius were to tract on free will but was condemned by Pope Zosimus at the Council of Carthage for his belief in the ability of men to save themselves. Uh, this is donatism, so like. Donato? Let's play the play this. Okay. Uh, you got ten points. Um, four. In Jersey Kuczynski's Steps, one of these completely co- consumes itself. Radcliffe Hall's The Unlit Lamp was originally titled after one of these. In The Man Who Loved Island, D.H. Lawrence compares the story's setting to one, and in the story by Italo Covino, one captured by Zeferino tries to kill Signorina de Magistris. A political tract by Norman Mailer is named for The Idol and One, while a trained one is attacking K.G. Borgesius when Tyrone Slothrop first encounters her in Gravity's Rainbow. One is described as being characterized by relentless accuracy and has its claw cut by the avalanche with a sound like the crack of a rifle in a poem which compares it to Mount Rainier by Marianne Moore. The proprietor of Los Muertos Ranch, Madden Steric, is struggled by the r- railroad represented by for ten... Octopus. Let's see what they did there. Uh, you get to, uh, he climbed onto uh, Heliaka in order to lasso the sun for Tanish named this god, who also dragged up the islands of New Zealand from Maui. the bottom of the sea. Yeah. Maui. Maui caught the sun in order to slow it down as a favor for this mother of Maui, who also escaped from her husband when she climbed up to the moon. Damn it, this is not a toss-up I wrote. And yeah, this is mom. And it's like mana something, maybe. Answer, please. Mana. It's Haina. Haina. Maui's attempt to gain immortality by traveling through the body of Hina uh, Nuitipo was spoiled when Haina woke up after hearing this sound. Sound. Footsteps. Um, what else could this be? Like, it's got to be something unusual, like. Thunder. Thunder. It's a bird song or a bird laughing, specifically, I guess. That's a bird call. Okay. That's a great idea. Cost of five. Uh, one anecdote told in this novel features a woman who abandons her lover Horatio in favor of another man's unsurpassed equipage. An, an injury to the protagonist's leg precipitates a brawl in an inn that ends with one character being drenched in hog's blood. That character is later forced to battle some hunting dogs upon mi- mistaken for a hare, a hare, and hilarity ensues after an accidental bedroom encounter with, uh, with the bizarrely amorphous Mrs. Slipslop. The res- resolution of this novel centers on the protagonist's strawberry-shaped birthmark, which is spoken by his foster parents, Gaffer and Gammer, and his true father, Mr. Wilson. Ending with the title character's marriage to Fanny Goodwill, this is for Ten What Novel about the adventures of Parson Abraham Adams and the brother of Pamela Booby, the first novel by Henry Fielding. Yep. Tom Jones? Nope, no Pamela. Yep, Henry Fielding wrote... I can't think of anything. It's Joseph Andrews. Yeah, that makes sense. I was not going to think of that. Six. This organization launched an unsuccessful amphibious landing during Operation Menace, which saw the ship's resolution, Barham and Ark Royale, attempted to land personnel at Rufisk. 
Their most popular anthem was composed by Anna Marley, and their leaders included General Dents and General Koenig, who had a famous affair with his chauffeur driver Susan Travers. During Operation Ironclad, they captured Diego Suarez and were commanded by General Annette, under whom they took Madagascar. They were called to arms by the appeal of June 18th, which was issued from London, where their leader was stationed as a diplomat. They employed the Lorraine Cross as their symbol, pretending his note. Yeah. The French Foreign Legion? Uh, sorry, that's not what I have. Uh, okay. Um, uh, there was a military group opposed to the government of Laval and Patan led by Charles de Gaulle. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, crap. Uh, We've had some practice. That's fine. Free French. Free French. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see what you did there. That's okay. Not bad. Okay. seven. This king was nearly captured in the uprising at St. Giles Field. He signed the Treaty of Canterbury with the last Holy Roman Emperor from the House of Luxembourg, Emperor Sigismund, who promised him military aid. The older brother of the Duke of Bedford, this king ordered, a bil uh, ordered built a flagship named the Grace Dew. An attempt by Henry Scrope and Richard of Konigsberg, uh, the Earl of Cambridge, to replace this king with Edmund Mortimer was known as the Southampton Plot. He's famous for winning a battle which saw the death of opposing commander Charles de Brett, and after that, he forced the signing of the Treaty of Troyes, by which he married Catherine of Valois and was supposed to become king of France after Charles VI, pretending this English king who won the Battle of Agincourt. Henry the Fifth. What was I doing there? The second section of this work asserts there will never be a Newton for a blade of grass, but anything in this work, whose first section it centers on aesthetics and discusses four types of the titular concept, the beautiful, the agreeable, good, and sublime. Uh, Answer, please. Um, no. That's uh, critique of judgment. Oh, this philosopher wrote critique of judgment. judgment yeah, Kant answered the title question of this 1794 <sighs> work Christ. with man's emergence from his self-imposed immaturity. Uh, what is metaphysics? What is enlightenment? Oh, yeah. well, what is oh, that's Heidegger, isn't it? Pretty easy bonus, man. Yeah, I, I philosophy I can thirty. In response to his critics, this man accused Isaac Newton of failing to properly eliminate the rectangle of the moments and discusses the similarities between believing in God and believing in phloxions. Another of his works explores the difference between pleasure and heat to support the master argument. He points out that we do not see the same moon that we can travel to, but rather see a small disk which is quite unlike the actual moon in his attempt to explain how distance is perceived in the essay toward a new theory of vision. Essay toward a new theory of vision would be Barclay? That's right. Yeah, that's right. That I like this better than AQT, where I actually have to remember by the time I buzz. <laughs> Identify the following about jawless fishes within each. The superclass of jawless fishes contains the lampreys and the hagfish. Oh, dang. I totally say lampreys. <laughs> Chordata. That's agnatha. Oh. Well, hagfish are in the subphylum vertebrata. They technically do not have vertebrae and are sometimes classified in this clod, which includes all animals with a skull. Please. No idea. It's a be among the first members of Agnatha, this extinct fish from the Cambrian period had a primitive notochord and was discovered in Yunnan, China. It is recognized for the 13 circular structures along its ventral side, whose purposes are unknown. Extinct fish, huh? That's right. Oh. Uh, I don't know. See, what can't. Uh, high coic Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I should have gotten more on the combo, but that one, I don't feel so bad. No, okay. no, I um, should. Nine. 
<coughs> famous ones included so famous ones include Ma Zhongyi, who managed to join the Soviet Air Force in 1934, and Zhang Qingji, who probably coined the phrase Red Guard. One of their heroes, Du Wenxiu, led the uprising known as the Panthei Rebellion, which lasted from 1855 to 1873 in Yunnan province and was a direct response to the oppression of this group. Many trace their origins to the forces invited to put down the Andushan Rebellion, but the first community of them was founded by missionaries in the mid-7th century. They now enjoy self-rule from Yinchuan, the capital of Ningxia. Dis distinguished from the Uyghurs and the Kyrgyz because of their native language, the most famous example of one is Zhangyi, the Ming admiral, who went on a noted Hajj to Mecca, pretending this ethnic group in a certain communist country. Oh. Yeah. Duncan? Sorry? Duncan? Um, sorry, I don't have that. Oh, I've totally written this word before. Uh, it's time. That's uh, Hui or Huizu or Chinese Muslims. Uh, Chinese Muslims. Chinese Muslims. <laughs> That's like Mad Woman in the Attic. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. They ask um, Harvard about that, I guess. Yeah, let's talk about 10 after we go have a score check. I was totally going to say Uyghurs until. I mean, it's clear it was the Chinese Muslims, and I'm like, what's their name? This man was an owner of the Saginaw Bay Company along with James Frazier and Daniel Fitzhugh and at one point moved into the Webster House built by the company. He studied law under Alexander Dallas years before he wrote the pamphlet The American Churches, The Bulwarks of American Slavery. The Garland Ford forgery heard this political campaign when he ran with Thomas Morris as his vice president after having earlier run with Thomas Earle. He founded a newspaper called The Philanthropist in Cincinnati after he had spent some time in Alabama outlawing the importation of slaves and formed the Kentucky Anti-Slavery Society. The party he's associated with nominated John Parker Hale in 1848 and then merged itself with the Free Soil Party, pretending this two-time presidential candidate for the Liberty Party. Oh, God, Jesus. Hey, go ahead. This is... Mealing... No, that's not it. What's this goddamn name? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. How's it going, Robert? Go ahead. All right. Fisk. Um, James Gillespie Bernie. Bernie. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. I mean... Now I'm sorry to wish I had stopped by the liquor store. <laughs> Alright, uh, the half I have 35 to 80. Yep. Okay. Don't care. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Chinese Muslims are called Doom. With up to 30 of those Kyrgyz points there. in protest. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, the protest would be up to <coughs> Whatever. <coughs> Alright, so is everything okay? Yep. Let's continue. In one work in this collection, the author claims that I am the living mind you failed to describe, and that the letters of my mind are written under the lid of the newborn child. The final poem contains prose passages from Jean-Marc Detard's account of the wild boy of Aveyron, while section 2 is composed entirely of the ten-part phenomenology of anger. She describes a blue energy piercing the massed atoms of a bedrock disbelief in When We Did Awaken, and the companion poems Burning Oneself In and Burning Oneself Out precede a poem addressed to women incarcerated as political prisoners in the Soviet Union for a sister. In the title poem, the speaker has read the Book of Myths and prepares by donning a, gra a grave and awkward mask and body armor of black rubber, pretending this feminist poetry collection by Adrian Rich. <laughs> <laughs> That's diving into the wreck. They're like, oh, we know it, we know it. No. Yeah, no, it's like, we we're dead awake. It's like, that's an Ibsen play. I should know something. Oh. Okay. No, that's not about Ibsen at all. <laughs> well, this
This effect, along with the Doppler effect, is utilized in telescopes such as Narval to map the magnetic fields of stars. In the Fabry-Perot interferometer, this effect can be used to measure the electron charge mass ratio. In the weak field case, spin orbit coupling occurs in conjunction with this, causing the angular momentum and spin to precess around the total angular momentum. In this case, the resulting energy is the product of the Bohr magneton, the lambda g factor, the external field, and the z component of the angular momentum. In the strong field, this is also known as the passing back. Z Let's wait to see which one it was. <laughs> uh, he was often referred to as Pandici and pioneered new frontiers in fashion with his eponymous jacket, pretending to name this man who delivered a speech about a tryst with destiny. Sorry, when he became the first prime minister of India. Oh. Um. So Nehru. Yeah, Nehru. He's, He's got, got a jacket. jacket. Really? Yeah, Nehru jacket. Joined with Gamal Nasser, Kwame Nkrumah, Sukarno, and Tito to found this movement in the 1950s, whose name he coined in reference to its stance on international politics. Uh, non-aligned. Yep. Uh, 29 nations of the nascent non-aligned movement met in 1955 at the Asian American Asian African Conference held in this Indonesian city. Um, Answer, please. Bali. It's a bad doom. Totally guessable. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, Toss-up 13. This body of water, which is home to a namesake bull shark, is fed on the far south by the Camastro and Tule rivers, which descend from the Yolina mountain range. Its southern extension also contains the Solentiname Archipelago, which was the birthplace, birthplace of a primit primitivist art movement and has a hotel on its island of Mancarone. Its chief port is Granada, and this body's central portion is dominated by Ometepe Island, home to twin volcanoes. To its west lies the Isthmus of Rivas, some called, sometimes called the Sweet Sea. It is connected by the San Juan River to the Open Sea, but more famously the Tipitapa River flows into it on the north and connects it to another major lake. Pretending this largest lake in Central America, which shares its name, uh, yep, Nicaragua. There is a bull shark in Lake Nicaragua. They get out by jumping the, the um, yeah, I was reading that bull shark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this emperor published a law code known as the Eclaga, which slightly modified the Justinian Code, which changed the Byzantine ruler in power from 717 to 741 AD, who initiated the iconoclastic controversy. Uh, this is Leo III. Leo III? Yep. Uh, this historian and monk composed a classic account of the reign of Leo III in his Chronicle, which is a continuation of a work by George Sinkelos. He tells lots of nasty stories about Leo and his son. Yeah, this guy thought he was like better than everyone. Uh, it's like Michael something. Michael? Theophanes, that's, oh, that's it. This Byzantine ruler convoked the Second Council of Nicaea, headed by Tarasius in 787, to bring an end to iconoclasm, but it was backed up and it was back up and running a few years later. Um, so after Leo III, maybe we have Constantine. Oh, it's uh, Irene. Irene. Okay. <coughs> a vacuum cleaner that must be worn as a backpack is painful, particularly afflicting March, who has arthritis. George, a Czechoslovakian immigrant, is fired because he cannot understand that he has been accused of stealing. The second section of the book of, a, of the book concerning a nursing home in Portland, where the author is entrusted to feed a ward of elderly Alzheimer's patients. The author makes friends with Melissa while sorting clothing, and the author's departure leads Melissa to also quit her job at Walmart. Inspired after a lunch with Louis Lapham, the author travels to Florida, Maine, and Minnesota, and is depressed by bosses DJ, Howard, and Ted. After finding it difficult to pay rent, the author concludes that unskilled jobs are mentally and physically challenging, and that the rise of rents is making it difficult for the working poor to survive. Pretending this sociological work written by Barbara Ehrenreich. Yeah. Oh. The missing class? Nope. Did you know? Yep. Working? Nickel and dime? That's right. Damn. Uh, I didn't get it until after you buzzed in. No, I had no idea what it was. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I've just seen it on shelves. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize that was sociology and not just like and crap. All right, 15. In one story, the maiden Apollo prays to this god, and he cures Apollo's bad father's, Apollo's father's boldness and makes Apollo grow pubic hair. This god's wife thrusts against her man better than any other woman, which may explain why her loins were violated by Frasakapi, this god's favorite monkey. That wife is a daughter of Pulaman. When another god hides in the waters, this god joins Varuna's expedition to find him and delivers a speech coaxing Agni to come out. When Hanuman attempted to catch the sun, this god struck him in the chin, leaving a permanent scar. Married to Sachi, he writes Aravada, a five-headed white elephant, and hurls the Vajra, pretending his Hindu thunder deity. Indra? Yeah, didn't they say... There's more the Balkan communism under Yuga, pretending uh, from 1954 to 1989, this Balkan nation was ruled by Todor Zivkov, a KGB loyalist who unsuccessfully attempted to have it annexed to the Soviet Union. Alright, well I guess I got a choice of three. <laughs> Latvia. That's Bulgaria. Okay. In 1971, Yugoslavia was shaken by this mass national movement in which the namesake ethnic group agitated for increased autonomy but was crushed in the village of Karadjordjevo. Uh, it did result in the promulgation of a new constitution in 1974. Is Jerry just walking around? Well, this is their body, so. Oh, okay. Uh, the Serbians. Uh, this is the Croatian Spring. Yeah. Ember Hoxha, Ramis, Alia, and Cohen, and other leaders of the communist Albania, stayed in power thanks to this secret police force that oppressed those whose ideology was deemed revisionist. It was le at least nominally abolished in 1991. Oh. I'm guessing uh, King Zog's men. <laughs> this is uh, Sigurimi. Nope. So you get no this man's writings include the unfinished novel uh, M. Durand's Adventure. This artist's fruit paintings include Transformed Dream, while a bunch of brightly colored toys dominate his evil genius of a king. You've been bleeding through pools in the subject of his set of prints entitled Mysterious Bathers, while paintings in more classical style include the Horses by the Sea paintings. Experiments with, with lithography culminated in the Grand Metaphysician while still life with silverware and self-portrait in black costume exemplified his neo-baroque period. He produced over 20 versions of his painting with three mannequins on a wooden pedestal disquieting muses, but better known are his arcade paintings, including one featuring a girl rolling a large hoop in the shadowy title locale. Pretending the surrealist artist of mystery and melancholy of the street. Fuck. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, right. This is... We're so... Right. Dietrico. Was it? Dietrico. Okay, I see. Um, I think I'm pretty. Yeah. Name some islands that are the largest in the archipelago, which I need. The Cagayan <coughs> River and the Zambales Mountains, which include Mount Pinatubo, are some natural features on this largest island in the Philippines. Despite its name, uh, Gran Canaria is actually not the largest island in the Canary Islands. This island, whose tape the volcano is Spanish at Spain's highest point, is the largest in the Canaries. It's also home to a site known as the Lost Pyramids of Guimar. Is that Tenerife? Yeah. An uninhabited Aldebra, a coral island, is almost exactly the same size as this granite island, which is the largest in the Seychelles and contains the capital of Victoria. I have no idea. That's mine. Get first two for time. My wife's spring break like five years ago. She's in Spain. <laughs> uh, 17. Henri Merkel performed the first oh, the first complete recording of this piece, playing the Allegretto non molto third movement intermezzo that is often omitted. The only slow movement of this D minor piece is its fourth movement on Dante, with the, with the second movement being instead an allegro molto strizzando based on the form of a sequadilla. More successful than the composer's other major attempts at nationalistic music, the Russian concerto and Norwegian rhapsody, this piece begins with the first movement, Habanera, that may have anticipated the release of Bizet's Carbon a month 
later, and was written with Pablo Sarasati as its intended soloist. Pretending this five-movement piece that's a violin concerto and not actually a symphony, the masterwork of Eduard Lalo. Symphony Espanol. Yeah, I mean, I've heard talks about Lalo. Yeah. Next about following about freak energy and chemistry for 10H. This statement says that the structure of a transition state during a reaction pathway will resemble the species nearest to that transition state. Hey, the, postulate. the partial derivative, derivative of the Helmholtz free energy with respect to the number of moles of species will give you this measure. It's the amount by which the energy of a system will change if an additional particle is introduced. Uh, is that a chemical potential? Yeah, this diagram plots free energy change in units of F on the y-axis against the oxidation number on the x-axis. It displays the stability oxidation state, and it's essentially a two-dimensional version of the Latimer diagram. I don't think I've ever heard of that one. It's the Frost diagram. Nope. Yeah, Maybe they thought they said 330. In the Lakota tradition, the god Satan takes the form of this creature, and the human Wopi is transformed into one of these creatures. For the Aztecs, this creature was the messenger of the gods. The Arpads, the first royal dynasty of Hungary, claimed descent from one of these creatures named Teruel. Egyptian deities, deities with this, the head of this animal include an early necropolis god associated with the site festival, Sokar. In Norse mythology, a cloak made from the sheddings of this animal is owned by Freya, and another one of them is named... Uh, yeah. Eagle? Uh, um, Eagle feathers? It's not what I have. Oh, let me on my friend, and another of them is named Ben Rolfnir and sits between the eyes of a related species above Yggdrasil, pretending this type of flying creature whose head looks look just like the head of Horus. Oh, really? A hawk? Yeah, or a falcon. Yeah. I imagine in like Aztec mythology, the eagle is something very different. Probably. Alright, so this one is clear. We're not done yet! Oh! oh. Yeah. Almost. Now we got a, kind of a late start. Yeah. <coughs> you get a bonus of the, the, the rulers of Muslim England. Uh, sorry, Egypt. That's like Muslim England. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> that would be a horrible bonus. Yeah. While he didn't found the Mamluk Sultanate, this victorious general at the Battle of Anjadu. Yeah, this mentally unstable man ruled the Fatimid Caliphate from 996 to 1021. He was known as the Mad Caliph, and during one bout of insanity, he orders the destruction of the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. With Muhammad. Uh, it's Al-Hakim. Al After the French crushed the Mamluks and left, this man took power in Egypt and founded a namesake dynasty in, in 1805, really, until 1849. He famously massacred some Mamluks himself at the Cairo Citadel. Is that Muhammad Ali? That sure is. That's Al-Hakim's name means the wise. Alright, two more tosses. The only known counterexample to this principle was recently provided in the Champagne Supernova. Valleys for it were what? So this is the... Shandor Sekar limit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's like an actual thing. Yeah, yeah. it's like a really bad clue there. Yeah, whoever edited science is a... Uh... Oh, the Dartmouth packet report wasn't great. I don't think that. Yeah, Answer like, these questions about information theory. Yeah. Uh, this function uses the frequency of each symbol in the string to determine an average minimum number of bits per symbol to be used to encode the string. Is that what that is? Yes. Okay. Entropy? Yeah. This type of coding gives the most efficient binary code for a given message and uses a variable le length code table generated according to the frequency of symbol occurrence. This is probably Hoffman. It's, it's Hoffman encoding. Hoffman. This theorem states that a communication channel can be improved with an encoding system to transmit digital data with arbitrarily small probability of error, regardless of how lossy the channel is. It's the Shannon encoding theorem. Shannon. Yeah. yeah. Alright, we'll take so more CS. <laughs> Okay. Progr
progressive loss of this type of cell is known as ataxia telangiectasia, uh, and a type of hypoplasia results when it fails to develop in utero. Basket and stellate cells provide GABAergic input to this type of cell. Its climbing fiber, which carries complex spikes, originates in the inferior olivary nucleus and runs orthogonally to as many as 200,000 parallel fibers, which carry simple spikes. This cell's synaptic region is characterized by a huge number of dendrites originating in its namesake layer of the cerebellum, pretending this type of neuron that shares its name with the type of fiber found in the Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. Something about similarly titled works. Uh, the speaker of this Robert Browning poem knows that a girl with eager eyes and yellow hair waits for him at the title locale, on uh, which a great city where men breathed joy and woe long ago once stood. Mm. Yeah, I can't come up with one with a city. No. It's love among the ruins. Yeah. Suzanne is torn between her feelings for Neil and her loyalty to her husband Arthur in this man's play, Love Among the Ruins. He also created the characters like Rosie and Frank Morant and Mr. Zero. Looks like a clue is leading. No Zero coward. Oh, uh, that's Elmer Rice. A Romance of the Near Future is the subtitle of the novel Love Among the Ruins by this author of The Clinton Flaw and a Handful of Dust. Hey, Flaw. Found score Maryland B90, Vanderbilt 230.